Straight Talk Uncut. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Tellus. Back with another edition of Straight Talk Uncut. And this episode is being recorded on September 16th, 2016. And the quote for this episode goes like this. I am always doing what I cannot do in order to learn how to do it again. I am always doing what I cannot do in order to learn how to do it. And that's by Vincent Van Gogh. So you've heard me say this plenty of times and this is something most smart people know but, you know, when we always looking for a way to procrastinate, a, a good procrastination technique is to, is to disguise procrastination with, oh, I'm, I'm doing research. I'm, I'm trying to learn, I'm trying to learn how to do this thing so I can, you know, so when I start doing it, when I put it out there, it can be perfect. Now, I'm not saying that you just put just any nonsense out there and then and then use, um, well, you know, I'm just getting started or I'm learning it as an excuse. No, what I'm saying is don't be like me sometimes. <laughs> don't do like, don't be like I was a lot more in the past. You know, when you get an idea, you get a spark. And it can be, it can be something like, even though it's your idea, it, it, it can end up being a good idea. How you know it's a good idea? Because you fucked around, waited too long, somebody else ended up doing it. <laughs> Isn't that the worst? When you have an idea that you don't act on because you're trying to research, you're trying to whatever, you're trying to learn it. And then you see somebody doing it and it just you just get shattered you're like oh fuck i could have i so could have done that happened to me plenty of times but next time that you know next time you think you need to you, you need to learn everything there is to, to learn to do something think about this quote i'm always doing what i cannot do in order to learn how to do it I was talking to a friend, uh, uh, a guy who I was in the military with not too long ago, and we were, we were talking about how we took for granted the shit we were doing in the middle, in, in, in the Air Force. Like, are you getting 19, like kids, kids with mega responsibilities. Just think of the average soldier, kids. How do you think the military Gets, gets kids up to speed on whatever that task is. Task that most adults can't do because of their, you know, simply because they don't want to fuck up, simply because, you know, the mindset of, oh, well, I can't do that because I don't know how to do it. How do you think the military, the military is an engine, man, a weld or a machine. And a lot of the way we got our training so quick was to be thrown into it. OJT, on the job training. Yeah, that was a, you know, basic training give you 
the basic overall skills to make us act as clones. That, that's pretty much what basic training is. You don't really learn your job to learn the thing you're going to do in basic training. For the most part, you don't. People think that. People think you go to basic training and you learn... Um, you learn the job you're gonna like people outside the military think you go to basic training and then that's where you're trained no that's not the the basic training is basic fucking training it teach you how to march teach you how to act as a unit that's pretty much what what basic training is and to get you acclimated to these guys that's going to be your family and then and, and, and only for that, that short period of time there were only um, three, let me see, three people from basic training that I ended up getting stationed with. And actually, they weren't even in, we were all in basic training together, but we didn't even meet until our last three days in basic training. And simply because we were, we were from three different units in basic, and then we were all going to the same base and that base got closed. That base got closed for our job, uh, our MOS, which, you know, our duty designation, which was, um, it was Buckley Air Force Base in Denver and then Lowry Air Force Base. They both got shut down for what we were gonna do and then we all got moved to Shriver Air Force Base. So, so we, I didn't meet those guys until like our last three days when they, Stuck, stuck us in this holding pattern to where, um, you know, but I, I never even saw them the whole entire time in basic until those last three days when we were all stuck into, you know, stuck into this holding pattern. It was just by coincidence one night we were just getting tired of waiting, getting tired of being in that holding pattern, being stuck in uh, med hole. Um, and you know we just started talking like hey where you you know where you going and you know coincidence we were like oh i'm going there too and then this guy was like actually the one guy ended up being my roommate and, and my closest friend the entire time i was in the military and uh which is which is so coincidental like this is a guy i would we would never even met like i mean we're just from two spectrums of two different spectrums of life but uh, ended up being just tight the whole time we were in the military, and um, and yeah, and so basic just you know once we got out, we didn't we didn't even really know our like we knew what we were going into the military for, but we didn't know the details of the job because it was it was it was so foreign to us. It was something you don't hear about. You know, you hear about. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of the army stuff you hear about all the time, you know. But a lot of the air force stuff is foreign to to people. Even in the air force, I can meet someone in another job designation that was in the air force that you know that wasn't at that wasn't in the career field I was in, and I can tell him my MOS. He had no idea what I did, you know, just because space command was just so kind of foreign, but. The way we, the way they got us doing our job to a, at a critical level was on the job training stuff we never heard of before, and it became like we knew it in our sleep, and it was because 
the military, the Air Force wasn't scared. Like once we made us past a certain point, they gave all their confidence in us saying they, these guys made it this far. Whether they know the job or not, they're going to do it. And we just, you know, it's just, and now it's like seems funny. It, you know, like I said, we took it for granted. It was stuff we never knew. But then we got, we got to the point where we, we did it so well. We, it just took, we just took it for granted. And it's not until I look back to say, you know, when I'm, when I'm thinking about an idea and I sort of, um, what's the word? Like, you know, no matter, no matter what kind of barrier you break through, anytime Anytime you, uh, well, me, I'm talking, anytime I come against something new, there's always like this hesitation. Meanwhile, I've done so much, so many outlandish things that most people would never even think of. And, but it's still like that new thing, like even, even, let's, let's, let's put in terms anybody can think of, right? Anybody can, most, especially most people with kids can think of or can relate to, right? You have your first kid. You, 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 it's like, I'm speaking from a guy's point of view, speaking from, you know, a point of view of my experience and other guys I've talked to when they had their first kid. You have their first kid. I'm not talking about these fucking fly-by-night sperm donors who don't have any relationship with their dad, never been in any, uh, the birth of, you know, never seen the birth of any of their kids. I'm not, I'm talking about the guys that, uh, that, uh, um, you know, fathers that are there, that that's, you know, been in the delivery room, all that, the whole nine, right? Because the, the other, the other, the other people, the other guys, they have no clue what the fuck I'm talking about. But, um, you know, you have that first kid, and it's like, what the, what is going on? What is going on? I'm, I'm, I'm about to be a fucking father. Is is it's frightening? Like, how can I be a father? I'm not. You know, I'm still playing fucking video games. <laughs> you know, how can I be a father, right? And then you have that father, and you're still scared. You know, first year, second year, third year, you still scared. It's like you, you still don't know what the fuck you're doing. You're just freaking all this shit out. And, of course, your wife or your spouse, your baby mom, whatever, you know, if you live with them, oh, they got it all down. They got it all down. You know, nothing, nothing is foreign to them. But to the guy, he's not afraid to me. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And so you go through all that, right? And then your wife get pregnant again. The second baby come. You know, she's pregnant with the second kid. And then all that same shit comes up. Even though you went through it already. But it comes up. It's like... You know what I mean? It's like, what? what is, what is, what is that to where... You, you, we can't, you can't fathom all of that, um, all of the, all of the training you got before. You know, that doesn't even dawn on you. It's like all that fear, nervousness and everything else pop up. At least that's what, that's what my experience was. You know what I mean? It is like, oh, I've, I, I, I've done this before. Why am I still, you know, and in my case, three kids, I can't even imagine. I want to know what it's like. With these, uh, uh, what's the family? They got like 27 kids or some shit. I want to know what it was like. Was it so, after a point, after like, what, five, it just gets so redundant. You just spit them out. And then the dad just like, all right, here's another one. I don't, I, you know, with me, with all three, it was the same anxiousness, the same 
fear. Uh, I, I don't know. It was just like the overwhelmingness. It was it was the same like, am I going to be a good father? Even though you've already raised, you know, I've already raised two. Even with that third one, with my last daughter, it was the same thing. Like, um, oh, this time I'm going to get it right. Even though you didn't fuck it up the first time. You know what I mean? So, so that's the thing. You, you, you got to find a way to remember all the shit you did do and know that you, you're not, you can't, and, and well, unless you're trying to go out there and fly spaceships or airplanes, you're not going to die. You, you, you're not going to die starting, you know, uh, speaking from a creative standpoint. You know, uh, creative business. That, and and for, for you guys who first time listeners, that's what I'm in the business of. You know, uh, creative entrepreneurship. Uh, what, what, however you define it. I define it as making a living through my creative efforts. Meaning, shit that I create. <laughs> you know, whether it's, whether it's um, you know, photography books, selling my prints. T-shirts, screen prints, whatever, all that type of stuff, you know, and then whatever else I can come up with. My vinyl, vinyl T-shirts, um, you know, stuff like that. And I've done all the other stuff, sold real estate. Uh, I've, I, you know, I, I tried to do the the salesman game, and um, and and loved it. The one thing I didn't like about it was. Let me, let me see if I can put it into as as little words as possible. What I didn't like about it was the the it wasn't it wasn't even the people. I love talking to people. I love helping people. I love being honest with people. The the part I didn't like was these the sale tactics. You know what I mean? Like the 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 like not not saying they were wrong. The tried and true sale tactics. But it just always seemed slimy to me, and I could never get it to work. Although my even if even when my way worked, it just went against the system, and 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 I just butted head. Even even when I was making sales, even when I was doing what I was supposed to do, because it went it butted heads with the system, and it, it's just like if you let's go back to a military uh, uh, analogy. It's like you you in the military, right? You, you you've seen those military movies where or or not even military, cop movies where the guy gets the job done but he's not he's not following the structure. You know, he's not he's not following the way the unit works even though he's making results. You know, that that was that's always been my problem. Even no matter what job I've been in, I've always had problems with um, the paradigm I've always had problems with that I've always had problems with these old archaic formulaic rules that makes jobs like you want to cut your fucking nose off like you want to you want to slit your throat you know these these archaic rules treating people like they're like they're stupid you know <laughs> treated like answering and calls the same exact way every fucking time and not having any 
any life behind what you're doing and just acting like a robot. And as a, and I've seen people who've, who've done it in a way to where they didn't seem robotic. I just couldn't do it. If I'm reading the script or if I'm even quoting the script from memory, I, I, I'm going to sound like a robot because it's not, it's not me. It, is, it's, it was made for me. Um, Especially when it's not in a, you know, I I didn't have that much problem with it when I was in the military because that's what I signed up for. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's the military. But outside of that, it's like you know you know you don't have to do it like this, right? There's other ways. That, well, this is what works. Okay, but have you tried another way? This is not the only way that works. You know what I mean? Th that's why that's why like if you look up. What are the top happiest co-workers in the world, happiest employees, the people that... It's not, it's not fucking these places where they got these scripts and structures that they don't let you have any ounce of your own originality. It's these new age companies that... Um, in, in the first one, there's one that comes to mind, but I can't think of it. It's actually where Google... Um, from, from what I remember, and I, and I saw it on a TED talk, exactly where Google built their whole uh, way of hiring their whole ecosystem behind. It was from this company in, I think, Brazil. And they've been doing what Google is doing before Google was even, even thought of. You know, so I can't remember the name of the company, but it was a TED talk. And it was uh, the guy who was speaking, he was from I'm thinking Rio and I'm thinking that's where the company was from but this company has been around way before Google and, and it's pretty much what Google cloned their approach you know to running a business from and I was like wow and I actually looked it up and I saw yeah they, they've been around for a while and they've been doing like you know if you, if you look up anything on Google how they how they work this company has been doing it for, for way longer um and there's other companies like that. I can't. Google's the, the one that comes to mind. And because I just watched this movie actually last weekend called The Intern, it was about Google. I, I had no idea what the, even though it has the Google search bar right on the front cover with uh, Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson, I still didn't know it was the shit was about Google. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it was a it was an interesting movie. We got we watched the the um, unrated version. But uh, so that was, that's why Google was on my mind right right there when I was telling the story. So so yeah, remember that. Do do what you cannot do. I'm always telling my girls that. Like just 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 do it, man. Just just do it. You either gonna keep doing it and love it and learn how to do it better, or you're not. Why waste time learning something you don't even know you're gonna like doing? Why why do that? Why why waste time learning to how to do something you don't even know if you're gonna like it. You, you have no idea if you're going to like it. And you just wasted all that time uh, learning. That's, that's, that's the thing with school. That's the thing with, with, um, with traditional colleges. And even non-traditional colleges. You've seen a lot of these non-traditional colleges breaking down. I just heard um, ITT Tech, <laughs> that school, closed. From what, I, from what I hear, I think it's closed. Brooks Institute of Photography, shit is going to close. 
um, next month. And this is one of those schools to where when you when you look at documentaries or you read about these top photographers, a lot of them went to the Brooks Institute of Photography. Now it's closed down. You know, it, it, it closed down. And in that case, you can't say, I mean, because it's a, it's, a, it's a photography school. And I don't understand. I mean, the only thing, I, I know nothing about why they went under. I'm suspecting that there's so many ways of getting information now. I mean, you can get a, you can get a degree, you can get the equivalent of a degree from, I, I'm going to say less than a thousand bucks a month. I mean, less than a thousand bucks a year. Like, I don't know, like what lynda.com is like 20 bucks a month or something like that. Um, and then not even, and I know I preach lynda.com all the time. I'm not an affiliate, but I, I do need to figure out how to way to, because I talk about the shit all the time. But I have a lynda.com account and I'm always on there. Matter of fact, like I said, I'm, I'm uh, as I've been like, the YouTube, YouTube, uh, starting this YouTube channel, I haven't been in the back of YouTube in forever. So I'm like, what's all this new stuff? So I want to get up to speed. But like I said, I'm not waiting. I know how to upload a video, but it's the, all the other stuff that I want to get in the meantime. I want to learn in the meantime. But there's other places. There's, there's, I did, a, um, did I, I can't remember if I even published the 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 blog i was doing a blog or a podcast or something and i was i was just going down a line of all these online places where you can get free or at a minimum cost any any information you want on any topic and now uh on youtube there are youtube channels based around that like uh one come to mind creative live um you know, it's all about photography. They, uh, you know, I, I haven't, I've looked at uh, their free stuff. I've never purchased any of their classes, but there's like Tony Northrup in Chelsea. Uh, that's just with photography. There's the frame show. There's all sorts of stuff. I mean, any, anything, anything. Matter of fact, right before I left home this morning, there was a guy who uh, I follow his, his art drawing. Because that, you know, back when I was, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get this art thing down. I'm gonna start drawing. Cause a lot of, uh, a lot of the material, a lot of the vectors and graphics I get for my t-shirts and stuff, I license, you know, I buy licensing for. And uh, aside from like the typography, the typography, I usually either, uh, actually I was like hand drawing for a bit and I was outsourcing, like hiring somebody to, you know, I give them an idea then they hand draw it or now I just use fonts I just buy fonts if I see a fancy font I, I buy it I edit it a little bit in one of the um, font editing tools and just go that route but it but for a while there I wanted to go back into drawing and like just learn how to draw but I just stopped you know I just stopped but I was I'm following this guy's channel I think it's called a uh, fine art tips or something like that he has a patreon patreon donations uh button now that you can donate but his shit is 100 percent free you know i mean it's like why why if you have any sort of uh self-discipline it, it, just a little self-discipline for an hour a day or so you don't really need to go to 
these schools and pay all this unnecessary money. You know what I mean? You don't. You, it's just unnecessary. And I imagine a lot of these schools uh, are just gonna just start crumbling. You know, especially if more media content creators start preaching that. I mean, I know there's a sub-segment of people that they have to have their interactivity, they have to be around people like that. But, um, you know, so, in a way, there's gonna always be some sort of, like, institution as far as creative institutions. But for a lot of them, for the, I mean, a lot of them, just not, just not really needed. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, man, once, once people just start realizing there's so many, I'm, I'm still surprised at how many people don't realize how much information is out there for free on YouTube. It always, I, I still get baffled about people who, who are not doing something because they, they can't figure out, they can't find out how. They, you know, they, they can't find out, they can't find the information or they don't know, they, they just can go and do a query on the internet and find what they're looking for. I just, uh, it just baffles me that there's still people that, well, I don't know how to do it. Uh, it, it, it just baffles me that people still use not knowing how to do something as a reason to not do it. This sun is coming right, <laughs> right in there. You know what I mean? It's, it, it's like, make find another reason not to do something but to simply say because you don't know how like I said unless you're trying to fly a plane or rocket <laughs> or a helicopter some shit like that it, you know it's it just it's so it's so easy to learn things now so so easy to learn learn how to even airplanes down the street from me there's an airplane training uh, place and it's only like to take your first initial class, it's less than 200 bucks. When I saw that, I was like, you mean to tell me you can start flight training for less than 200 fucking dollars? And so, and th this is me. So I started like, okay, well, how much planes cost? You can get like these little prop planes. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying what I saw. I'm not, I don't know quality. I don't know shit about planes. But like six to eight thousand dollars for these little single prop planes. It, it, there's a, there's a, like I said, there's a, the training place down the street from me. They have a garage and they just have it's just like a little uh, driveway and it's just planes lined up and they're, <laughs> you know, and they're just like these little planes. And I was like, I wonder what a plane car. So I mentioned it to my wife. She's like, first motorcycles. And now airplanes. Ooh, look at this dude. This dude got on his uh, booty shorts. This can you see? Can you see him? His booty shorts <laughs> and his pink shirt, and he's jogging. I haven't seen shorts like that for. Oh, anyway. All right. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, planes. So she was like, first airplanes. I mean, first motorcycles, now planes. She's like, what are you going through, like this midlife thing? I'm like, maybe, I'm, maybe, um, could be, I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's just that 
stuff is so attainable. I remember when I was in the, um, there was this one guy I knew that he, he, he flew planes. You know, he would like, when we, when we would get off crew, he would, he, you know, we would, you know, like go around the table, what you doing this weekend? Is that, we're like, oh, I'm flying to such and such. I'm like, and you're gonna be back before next shift? He's like, oh yeah, I got my plane, I just fly down there. And I always admire that, like, damn, this dude can just voop, go for a day and be back by shift, which is crazy to me. You know what I mean? Like, like, unless you're around it, you don't, you don't, not, not, not even talking about like a G5 or something, I'm just talking about a prop plane. You know, he's just flying from uh, Denver to Wyoming or, or, or from like new, you know, flying to like New Mexico or something for a day and then coming back. I'm like, eh, there's, there's something cool about that. You know, I mean, no, he's not flying to London from fucking New York on a G5, but still it's just something cool about being able to just go take your plane, you know, a few States over and then be back for work. So, I mean, yeah, that's danger in there, but there's danger in anything, man. There's, there's danger in all sorts of stuff. So, um, did I did I make my point? Did I get my message across? I don't know. I guess I sort of did. Just 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 don't wait to, um, you know, wait till you have to perfect something to do it. You know, uh, when I started brewing beer. Uh, you know, I because I've tasted good beer, I was like, there's no way I can brew beer. And I was I was just, you know, talking about it, talking about it. And then my father-in-law bought me that first brew kit. Brew kit. He was like, just fucking brew the beer, man. You know? And, and after that, I was just like, I'm hooked. Um, so, anyway. Uh, updates. Well, you can see that, you know, I'm pulling the trigger on the YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, yeah, I could have, I could have waited more. I could have got everything perfected, but hey, man, it is what it is. You know, I'm practicing what I preach. Uh, the same way I got my podcast started, I could have, I could have waited. And if you, you know, look, look for my old podcast, Focus, Create, Master, Evolve, and you can see the production quality was a lot better on that one than on this go around but i only lasted 25 episodes on the, on my focus create master evolve podcast which i love doing i even like when i listen to it, i like man that what oh, i got the same equipment i have now you know this this i i just i just edited i did stuff um but this one i don't i don't it's uncut i don't edit some if i if there's like a long pause like you know, because I am driving. If if something happens like there's an accident, I have to go around. I have to pay attention. I will cut that long pause out. Or if I um, actually no, sometimes I've dropped dropped the lapel mic. This is the lapel mic I use. If I drop that, I can't remember if I if I edit it or not. But this is what I'm working with, guys. Let me let me show you. I'm I'm recording this video on my Note 2, right? This is this is what I'm recording the video, and I'm recording the audio. On my Note 5, that's the audio going right in. I'm just using the native. Um, I'm just using the native 
You can see that I'm I'm using the native app. I've I've downloaded all these high quality apps for audio. I I, I had a premium one that I bought, but at the end of the day, it, you know, man, if it, if it's not just like sounding like a cat scratching the microphone, I'm I'm rolling with it. Why does my car smell like cigarettes? I don't smoke. Nobody smokes in my truck, but my truck smells like cigarettes. It, when I first got in my truck this morning, I, I had to look in the back seat because I was like, somebody been in my truck? But it smells like cigarettes in here. I don't know, weird. It just got it just caught my attention. But um, yeah, so this is a little uh, is it a Sony? Little Sony microphone. And um at home I have an Audio Technica that is it's, uh, it's like it was like 25 bucks and I recorded with Audacity. You know, I had Adobe Premiere, but again, it was it's, it was too too stuff much stuff. I wanted to use it and I didn't need to use it. So now I just use Audacity. Um and I you know, I just roll with it, man. And 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 I just been getting my flow down just you know and and now i'm going to start concentrating more on content as i get closer to these uh 100 episodes i gave myself 100 episodes to just get the flow down get the get the consistency down and now i can i can start looking at okay cut content useful content that you guys will come back to listen for come back to watch the youtube channel for and stuff like that so um so that's it. And pretty much what I've come down to, like I said, I, I, I thought about going, I was, I went back and forth, you know, whether I'm going to have more than one YouTube channel or just have one channel. And then the title heading is going to tell you what, what the, what the, uh, what it's going to be about the same with the podcast. Cause I'm, it's going to be the pretty much the same thing. We're just going to record the audio and then for anything that's a show and tell type thing it's going to be the video portion but i want to do it in a way to where because I've, I've heard podcasts to where they don't give a shit you can't see what they're talking about <laughs> and i still listen to them you know what i mean so i'm like okay well maybe i'm gonna try that approach because i can't i, I can't imagine trying to manage more than one youtube channel there's already a pain in the ass because i manage more than one etsy shop that I'm slowly converting over to, because um, I actually have a WooCommerce store built into one of my WordPress sites, but I I, I did that after I had the Etsy shop, and then all, all my sales and stuff was coming from Etsy, and um, it wasn't until now that I was like, you know what, maybe that was a good idea. It wasn't until when Etsy started changing shit. You know, they start changing stuff. And so uh, so now I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I need to revisit that and just take charge and have my own store. I'm getting ready to sneeze. Uh, <coughs> but um, yeah, so it's going to my, my YouTube channel is going to be pretty much the shit I talk about on the podcast. Um, and I'm just going to be showing a lot more of it. Film photography, digital photography, cameras, old vintage cameras. Um, my Etsy shops, you know, I may talk about that a little bit, you know, my screen printing, um, 
you know, working out fitness for guys over 40, not trying to be these, these young studs, no. And not trying to be no fucking bodybuilder, but just my, my process of being able to not be a psych, psycho about fitness, but still be able to look good in your 40s and, 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 and later on and, um, you know, stay healthy and still drink beer, you know, you still eat a hamburger every once in a while. Matter of fact, I was telling my uh, daughter, I'm like, we're gonna have to eat a hamburger here sooner or later because, you know, we getting ready, we getting ready to go on vacation. We don't want to go on vacation, have a hamburger, and then get all sick. Cause usually that's what happens when you haven't had like this shit food in a while, and then you go somewhere to another place and you try to go to Burger King, it tears you up. It it, it happens to me every single time but this time i'm gonna be smart about it i'm gonna acclimate myself have like a burger king uh something uh, my daughter she was like yeah we need to have a wendy's burger we haven't had one of those in a while get like wendy's or something and get our system ready for that <laughs> for those gut shots um and then people who who eat healthy know it know exactly what i'm talking about when you like you go strict and then all of a sudden you go somewhere else, you go on vacation and then you try to eat some of the local fare. Not that Burger King is local, but eat something you haven't eaten in a while. And then it's just like, boom, you know what I mean? So you can do that. There's a ways to do that and still maintain your physique, still not, you know, come back from vacation. You gain 20 pounds. The most I've gained coming back from vacation is probably like three to five pounds. And that's that's when I just go all out. You know, if I if I just like don't go too crazy and usually it's from beer. Usually it's, it's from alcohol when I, uh, you know, the, the, the biggest the big percentage of it is from is from um, alcohol. When I when I go somewhere and then come back and I gain three to five pounds, because a lot of time when, when we travel, we we um, we stay in we rent houses. So we can cook, still cook our own food. That's one. That's one reason why we do it. We have all the amenities to go to. We go to the grocery store, wherever local, buy our own food. And we make our own food, so we don't. So we're not just going crazy. You know what I mean? So anyway, um, that's it for this episode. Tell us at straighttalk.com. No, tell us at straighttalkuncut.com is where you guys can send me uh, emails. You know, you guys can send your questions comments whatever you're also free to go to soundcloud.com and uh leave a comment on the timeline itunes i'm on itunes i'm on itunes um what else that's it that's it man um stay tuned like i say the the content is going to get better it's going to get more you know i'm going to start providing more things you can actually use i mean i know there's a lot of philosophical type shit you know, when I'm going through these quotes and I'm thinking for myself, I'm kind of thinking out loud and you can use that stuff. But um, anyway, like I always say, I don't know it a lot, but what I do know, I talk straight, straight about. This has been Straight Talk Uncut. Thank you guys for listening and I'll talk to you in the next episode.